You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Community Radio on Conrad's FM 104.5, 106.1. is Friday, June 8th. Beautiful, beautiful Friday here in Montgomery County. We're broadcasting live from our downtown Conroe studios with Sean and I. This is Morning's Alone Star brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Mm-hmm. We're here every weekday morning from 9 to 11 doing anything we want, having guests, talking local news, world news, ideas, opinions, whatever. You can join in. You can join in on the conversation on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, which you can watch. We also podcast every episode, so if you're a podcast listener, just look us up on iTunes and Google Play. We got some special guests today, so we're going to have kind of a book show from 9.30 on. We're going to have Jason Kimberly on the phone later in the uh, show talking about Leave It For The Pooch and Pennies For Paws. Talking about uh, raising funds for shelters and things for animals and dogs and cats. I'm going to see if she cares about the insects. Everyone always forgets about the insects and reptiles. I'm telling you, PETA, they had this thing where uh, in the Shawshank Redemption, that maggot scene. Yeah. Uh, PETA insisted that it had to be a maggot that had already died of natural causes. I feel like PETA is one of those organizations that just does anything to be relevant. Yes. So it's like, hey, we can get mad at them about this maggot. So uh, outside that, we have a very special guest coming in. We have Larry Winters, who's manager of KPFT, uh, who will be in the studio with our buddy Dennis. So that's going to be fun. It's going to be around 930. So if you have questions about KPFT or anything like that, or paws or dogs or whatever, you can send to us uh, via email, MWLS. That's Mornings and Lone Star to MWLS at IRLoneStar.com. Or you can just send us on social media. We have Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. So uh, let's get on with the show today. Sean, how are you doing? You recovered from uh, last night's Taste Fest? Well, sort of, kind of, because the uh, Taste Fest itself was awesome. Yeah. And we left early, but I had to wake up literally the middle of the night, 2.30 this morning. Yeah. To go pick up my mother to take her to the airport. My uh, Which airport? Intercontinental. Okay. Uh, thankfully, so it could have been a lot worse. She's uh, flying out for the weekend, uh, extended weekend, to watch my niece. Her granddaughter graduates from university in Wisconsin. Okay, and it was um, it it was fun. I'm used to traveling, you know, my way, where I, you know I don't have a check bag if I can at all help it, or you know I'll I'll use the credit card that lets me get the free check bag that that kind of stuff. My mother, unfortunately, right now is kind of stuck in a wheelchair. She can't uh, walk or breathe very well, and that just adds so many different X factors. Now on one end. You got to cut to a lot of in front of a lot of lines. There's a special area for for those in wheelchairs, and so there is a line for wheelchairs. Well, yeah, there's an area, and they kind of pre-do you, and then they let you, you know 
let you cut the line, but there's like a, uh, my mom had medical equipment on her that they had to go through. So whereas you're saving time, not standing in line, it's more than making up for it with the extra stuff they have to go through. Cause she can't just walk through the, uh, um, the body scanner for three yeah. seconds. It's, it's more involved. They actually have to, once you get through all the scanners, they have to swab down the entire wheelchair. That's the airport wheelchair, but to make sure no one's hitting any drugs in it. And so time was ticking. Mother was getting a little nervous. I'm, I'm getting punchy. Like we're going to make it. They, they know what they're doing. No mom. He's not an idiot. He knows what he's doing. Uh, but she is safely on her way. I got the update her. She landed in O'Hare and her next flight should be taking off any moment. Well, there you go. Yeah. Have so a safe I'm, flight. So Skippy groggy. This yeah. Morning. I, I drove back, got back to the hotel room, uh, about five something, five thirty. Okay. And just kind of fugued my way through the rest of the morning in this this well, limbo of halfway between you know, being awake and asleep. You're doing better than most people this morning. Anthony Bourdain committed suicide. Right. And you, this is another celebrity hanging. Like the second one in just a few days, Kate uh, Spade did the same thing. I'm not saying, obviously, two, two don't make a rash, but, you know, to have a. Uh, Celebrity suicide is, is not uncommon, but she was hanging. Um, Bourdain was found in his hotel room by a fellow chef. Apparently, they were in the middle of filming an episode for one of Bourdain's shows. Yeah. And I, I feel for the, the, the guy who found him. Now, it's interesting because, you know, Bourdain, his girlfriend, uh, was as, came out as one of the earlier victims of Harvey Weinstein. And Bernane was, you know, always tweeting his support. And actually, I think Bernane was one of the ones that said, do not let me get caught in the same room with this guy. Yeah. And Because I know you kind of said, well, maybe that has something to do with the suicide. And I'm thinking if if I had someone who was sexually assaulted by by someone else, I wouldn't be a victim of suicide. I'd be a victim or well, be accused of murder. It's one of those things where it's one of those scenarios where clearly you don't really know what's going on. No one really knew what's going on because mm -hmm. he had so much going for him. I mean, I know he struggled in his younger age with drugs and everything, mm -hmm. but then, you know. He seemed it, to have come to peace with it. I was never a, a huge fan of his, but I did watch his show where he would go to different foreign cities for, like, 24 hours. And... Well, it'll be interesting to see if there's, like, any any type of evidence of why he did it or anything like that. Because I know some people will always speculate till now to the end of the world about what's going on, but... uh you know, the only thing I could say about him was he had one of my favorite episodes because he he went to the Waffle House. What? Yeah. He did it. Him and another chef went to a Waffle House. Check it up on YouTube. And uh, it's a pretty great experience for him because he's never been to Waffle House before. <laughs> That's awesome. No, the one I saw was when he was in Amsterdam. And, of course, there was all the, the pot floating around. Oh, he's yeah. really trying not to, uh, to, I guess, cave into it is the best word for it. Yeah. Now, um... When I I can't help but think of, you know, when I when I heard about Kate Spade and now Bourdain, um, it reminds me of uh, Adrian Shelley. She was the uh, she created the movie Waitress, you know, Carrie Russell about the pregnant waitress who has the affair and stuff. Yeah, and she was the writer and the director of it. She was also in it. She played the best friend, and she was found in a hotel room, hanged, and I thought it was you know it's just okay, it's suicide, obviously, okay. and her husband was like, there was no way, it was right out of a movie. He's like, there was no way she killed herself. You know, she's too happy. Things were going too good. They investigated and they found out that she'd walked in a hotel room 
and the 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 bellhop, you know, the the bellboy, had been in there stealing stuff, and so he killed her. He he strangled her and hung her up in her shower wow. to make it look like a suicide. Wow. So I hear about you know the Kate Spades and the Anthony Bourdain to the world, and I can't help but go there now. I'm you know, I can't imagine to know what goes through someone's head uh, when they when they want to take this final option. Uh, but still, wow. I hope, hope this is the last one. Well, I mean, it probably won't be, but uh, one can hope. But uh, yeah, moving on. What else is in the news? Uh, well, let's see. We, uh, so we did talk about Anthony Bourdain. We uh, we definitely had fun with a taste fest last night. It was good seeing Holly and your mom and your dad. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a whole slew of people there. Yeah, we kept on running the people. Uh, that were it was pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> Brian Bondi <laughs> caught him in the middle of his dance that if only I'd had a video camera on me, it would have been great. Okay, so this is some great news. We can talk about this more later. Uh, but one of the Mars rovers has discovered, the, remember how yesterday I said NASA had a, had a big uh, uh, announcement to make? Okay. Uh, that the, uh, not the observer, the, uh, ah, I forgot, the explorer, uh, has found organic matter uh, that the Curiosity rover. Thank you. That's the word I was. Where, are you, for. where are you reading this from? You well, get, well, this is on the conspiracy no. theory place. No, 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 no. Because NASA actually had their their big two p.m. or Eastern time, one p.m. local. Okay. Found organic matter preserved on Mars in a mo- in a discovery that suggested it was once home to life. Uh, they found molecules, but these are like I think they're like thirty million years old. And they are pretty identical to the ones that were on Earth at the same time period. And so they haven't found life per se, but they found okay. the building blocks. Are you, so are you talking like the beginning of uh, Alien? The newer, the newer one where they showed like the, the engineer with his little goop? Uh, yeah, it would be goop. Basically, they would have found molecules of goop. That would one day become us. So it's interesting. So again, no little green men yet on Mars, but the realization that it was active 35 million years ago, same time Earth was in the same same way, and it was found in so a. So why is this a big deal? Because, oh, think about theologically, philosophically, oh, or just in the pursuit of science that we've just been convinced we're the only ones, you know, religion only you know, God created the earth and that was it to get. So when you determine what life is and if life is as, as small as an organic molecule, then we have found life on another planet. All right. I Which means you. that, well, that, that puts the theory uh, into play of if you have, if only there's so many billion planets and if there's one in a billion of those who can support life in one in a billion I mean, of those. Not a big deal. It's a big as deal. Long, as, long, as long as they're not holding laser beams in front of me or with laser guns, we're all right. You're listening to Maureen's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. We're going to take a quick break. It is 913. Stick around. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. 
Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. We're back. We're having fun here in the studio. Welcome, welcome. We got our guests going to get situated. And uh, it's 916. Any other headlines you want to talk about? Well, yeah. Well, some good local news yeah. that Montgomery County Sheriff's Department is going to be featured on Cops. Oh, it's on the 11th, right? Yeah, on June the 11th. That's right. They're going to be singing the Bad Boys, Bad Boys song. I wonder how it's going to turn out because they've been trying to pimp it out there. So, yeah, tune in. I can kind of blow up in your face pretty quick. I don't know. Well, I think we would have heard about it if there was like, you know, a Walmart shooting again or something like that. Now, what's that other cop show I've been hearing about? It's something live. It's where they actually turn the cameras on like all night long and they follow these different police departments. Yeah. Have you heard about this? Yeah. What's it called? I don't know. Well, okay. Well, you're not helping me. Sorry. (laughs) But yeah, so tune in to Cops on What channel is that on now? Uh, I think they're still on Fox, aren't they? Okay. That's going to be fine. I'll look it up real quick. Yeah. Anything else going on? Uh, a couple of items here and there, but let's talk about uh, weather and traffic right now. You call traffic, I'll do the weather. So weather today, we are, oh. So in Appleton, Wisconsin, where my mom is, she's going into 62 degrees, which will end up at a high of 77. We should be so lucky. Here in Conroe, it's already 81 degrees, high of 95, sunny all day long, only a 1% chance of rain. And the official Lone Star weather tree outside our window lets me know winds are coming out of the south at three miles an hour. And it's going to be uh, beautifully hot just in time for Skippy's dumpster party tomorrow. Yeah. So if you you know who you are, if you've been invited or you've uh, elected to come, uh, you're going to be there in the morning day. Yeah. I'm I have. I mean, I, you know, I'm going to try to squeeze you in to do something else for me later. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. I'm here to be inconvenient. Friend, friends. Uh, hey, uh, I found the video for the cop preview. Uh-huh. You can find it online, folks. It's actually pretty great. So this is Montgomery County. I'm just trying to figure yeah. it out. They look like normal people to me. <laughs> well, I'll just be so happy. I, I will just hate it if, if they only choose the criminals, you know, wearing cowboy hats. Because everyone well, else. This guy's shirtless and he's got several earrings. Okay, so. no, that, that's good. I'm just, everyone just outside of the. I don't Texas, see Larry on there. Larry, think- were you on cops at all? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> were you there in the 60s? Hell, I don't know. <laughs> What's going on here? We got Larry Winters in the studio. He has an office in downtown Conroe, but he's also associated with KPFT. One of the, uh, I can't, how long have the KP, how long has KPFT been on the air? Since 1970, March 1st, okay. 1970, we came on the air and uh, still on the air. We mm-hmm. just celebrated our 48th anniversary. Oh, congratulations on yeah. that. That's a big birthday. And uh, yeah, have y'all moved offices ever? Has it always been in that one building? Yeah, we moved from Prairie over to uh, 419 Lovett. Yeah. That's a iconic, in, iconic street. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. So how are you doing this morning? Welcome. I'm doing good. Uh, I was uh, surprised that uh, y'all were uh, wanted on me air. on the air. No, <laughs> they wanted me on the air. I was going to say, well, yeah, you know, it's... Uh, well, I've done stuff for Pacifica before, so we figured it's only fair to, to return it. Yeah. What have, uh, what have you done for Pacifica? Well, I married Wade on the air. Wade Gonsolin. Well, that... Um, did you get a fee for it? Uh, he paid me. Okay, yeah. well, there you have it. And uh, non-commercial radio. And I was out after hours many times on J- Judy Ruse's show and Heather Gabriel. So, okay. Yeah, and once upon a time, many many moons ago, we did the the kind of live comedy original stuff. There it was back in the early nineties. Was briefly involved with that. Well, so. it obviously didn't stick. <laughs> well, I moved up north. It was quite the schlep out there. But no, uh, uh, University of St. Thomas. Yeah, there was Boy, a Me so Too movement or something like that. We don't yeah, really talk about yeah, it. I try to keep away from yeah. that. No, uh, so it's, it's awesome. I think uh, it's me also on the uh, yeah. male's end of it. Yeah. <laughs> but every time I've been there, I just love the experience. There's great people there. Yeah. And rich, rich history. Yeah. Well, you know, that's one thing I was really excited about having you in. Because d- tell me, what has been your involvement with KPFT? GM. Well, I started uh, in about 1979. I tried to get on the news department. Uh, they were asking, they were taking interns for the news. And so uh, I went over and tried to read some uh, uh, print and uh, write some uh, stories. And they said, well, Larry, you're you're okay, but you're too opinionated. And uh, <laughs> so, okay. So anyway, they um, there was a spot for the Back 40 Bluegrass show. And so uh, I, I've always liked Bluegrass. It was called the Back 40. And so I did that. And um, all of a sudden, uh, the Bluegrass people hated me because I put Pete Seeger and uh, some other people in there with some uh, banjos and so a little more liberal approach to the music and uh they wanted to hang me and get me get me off the I can't play Bill Monroe and Pete Seeger in the same hour. Yeah, people are really touchy about that. We get we get emails and things like, like that's not country. And I'm like, okay. Well that's we over know. now. <laughs> it's over now. So yeah. you don't have to listen to that song. But you know, uh, so with that, and then you just kind of kept being involved. You did the bluegrass, and then today, then country cooking, and uh, then let the good times roll. We probably did the first shock radio. Uh, Randy Wynn, he's a program director down at uh, in uh, Tampa, still is, and uh, we did this show called uh, "Let the Good Times Roll." It was okay. real risque blues. It's on Friday night, and uh, real, real popular. And uh, when he left, uh, it was impossible to find somebody to work with as good as he was. And uh, we we didn't make fun of other people. We made fun of our own sexuality and ourselves, you know, to where, uh, you know, it was it was fun. And uh, then uh, then they that uh, shock radio came on. Uh, not long after that. When you say shock radio, are you meaning kind of like the Howard Stern kind of yeah, stuff? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But but see, the the problem with that is they make fun of other people. He never really makes fun of himself. Yeah, and, and he uh, is kind of a caricature. I mean, yeah, yeah, maybe the closest would have been the original Q Zoo, the John Landis crew, where they 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 went they weren't quite shock, but a lot of in jokes and yeah. 
directed at themselves. Oh, it's, it's yeah, it's got to be at the, you yourself. I mean, if you're you know ridiculed, well, we make fun people. of Skippy all the time. Well, that's uh, you know, yeah, I can see he's a, a big target. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he's got a bullseye on his forehead. My very broad yeah. forehead. Yeah. <laughs> So what's your current uh, like involvement with the KPFT? Oh, well, right now I'm interim general manager. I've been interim uh, since uh, July 13th of last year. Okay. And, there comes uh, a point where you, I, you think they get rid of the word interim? Uh, that would be my thought. Not, you know. not with the uh, 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 makeup of the local station board right now. It's uh, I've been mayor pro tem well, for the last 17 years. Well, I years. think that's important, too. People don't know what uh, 90.1 KPFT is a nonprofit. Right. Radio. 501c3. Y'all do a, a whole slew of stuff. Mm. Oh, oh it's all over the place. It's wonderful. Yeah, multicultural. Uh, we do you, uh, very diverse. Do you guys do your own programming 24-7, or is there some type of association with other, like, nonprofits you run their programming? or uh, Pacifica, Dead Work. We run a lot of Pacifica okay. uh, feeds from our other four sister stations, mm-hmm. uh, KPFK, KPF, uh, KPF uh, in Los Angeles, uh, WBAI, which is up in New York, and um, W, uh, the Washington station. Okay. Uh, and uh, so we kind of run each other's. Uh, if it's a good enough program, we audio port. Do y'all have audio port? No. Okay. Well, we uh, we just. Should we? Wait, what? No, maybe not. <laughs> Dick, find out, find out about this. Well, no, I just know a lot. Uh, like I, one of my f- good friends loves Democracy Now!, yeah, and that's, that's one of their favorite shows. And I was like, oh, it's like, you know, it's Pacifica programmed, if I understand. It's one of their programs. Well, she started at uh, WBA up in New York, yeah. and then she branched out and has her own uh, network now, uh, uh, which is uh, television. Uh, and, and we still run it from uh, uh, 7 to 8 a.m. every morning. Okay. And uh, then on Wednesday, we run it. Repeat it uh, at two o'clock, two to three, and um, but but most of our programs we're trying to uh, uh, do some local programming. Uh, that's that's kind of where we're at. But uh, I mean, if it's good enough, and Amy Goodman is good enough, she does a real good show. But she's uh, she's on has her own network now. She's, oh, she's on, a busy person. I just oh, I just man. know she's well produced. Everything yeah. she's everything she's been present on. It's. It's a little too well produced. I want some like background stuff. Let's get the dirt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know that's that's our local news. We have our local news uh, Friday from uh, two to three. Yeah. And uh, it's it's uh, the people's news they call it, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's an interesting. Uh, I mean, y'all have pretty much. I mean, full programming. Like y'all, you have many talk shows. And yes. you, you, everyone can check it out, kpft.org, if you're interested in ch- checking out this stuff. Because you can listen online. You can be in the Houston area. Can you get it out here? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can get it all the way up to uh, Huntsville. But we do have a repeater up in Huntsville uh, okay. to go a little further. Uh, get those are convenient. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I need yeah. to find one of those. Uh-huh. We just need to grab one of theirs and face it the other direction. Yeah. <laughs> well, well what, what, one thing I want to know, I have, I have the opportunity in the studio, being with the radio I was having a conversation with the DJ uh, the other day, and I said, you know, it's funny now today, in today's radio, everything's working against music radio in today's radio, if that makes sense. Like, no one's helping each other out in the sense of, if I want to play a, a, a certain brand of music, anyone can listen to music anywhere, they can download it, they can do whatever, 
And so it's really hard to prop up music radio. Talk radio is unique because it's got that live element, like kind of like right now, people are on Facebook watching us and want me to ask you questions. And there's some interactive, but the music part, it's really hard to be consistent with it. Well, we've we've, uh, loaded up uh, the morning from 9 to noon with uh, Rourke Smith. He was uh, voted uh, DJ of the year for three or four years by the Texas Music Association. Mm -hmm. And... uh, and he he does Americana. We do Americana, and uh, well, Friday he does Rockin' Fridays. He does some of the old stuff. And uh, man, yeah, we're on the air. No, I was just pulling yeah, up the there. We are comments. <clears throat> and uh, uh, then uh, then we have music from uh, noon to uh, two, and then we uh, start with uh, some uh, call-in shows, talk shows, and. Uh, from two to four, and then we have music and drive time from four to six. So it's um, uh, it's not as uh, chopped up as it used to be, mm-hmm. and we've uh, we've kind of streamlined it to where uh, uh, we don't we don't do top forty country or we don't do top forty music or anything like that. We have a uh, uh, gosh a disco. Uh, uh, yeah, Jesse, Jesse, yeah, oh, uh, uh, Jeffrey, dead, Jeffrey still dying. yeah, oh, yeah, well, yeah, I, I wear polyester on Thursday, uh, you know, Tuesday evening, you know, to get fit in, uh, got me some, <laughs> I'll be right there with you, yeah, but, uh, but it's, uh, it's interesting how, how, you know, we have some kind of, a. uh, uh it's, it's a global view that we try to, try to present mm-hmm. all kind of music, all uh, kind of genres, uh, all kind of uh, political ideas, uh, even though we we lean toward progressive, uh, left progressive, you know, because there's enough. Uh, now, when you say that, is that because like your board consists of it or is it more of your selecting programming? Because looking at your program, it's all over the place. And yeah, you thought we we're all, you thought we were ADHD. So <laughs> tune into 90.1. Yeah. But is that a choice from the board, or is that just no, no, no? You just they, ended they, up, you just they, ended up with that program, and you're like, well, it's not our fault. It's kind of mm-hmm. like that's just what we play. Well, I've kind of uh, we've we've done some major changes since uh, uh, last year of uh, July, and uh, the changes came in August when I moved a lot of stuff around, and then I've uh, hired a uh, interim uh, uh, program director, uh, Don. Freeman and uh, he's uh, he's helped. He's a young African American millennial who uh, you know has got a good good open mind and uh, works real well with people. And I mean, it's it's like you know what we're trying to do is represent what Houston's community is. I mean, it's we've got uh, Asians, we've got a uh, generation radio from. Well, I think uh, it's the most diverse. It is the most diverse city. Oh. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. And uh, Generation uh, is on from noon to uh, two on uh, Thursdays, and it's a very popular show. Uh, uh, the the uh, uh, Indian and uh, Asian network uh, uh, population is uh, pretty big down here, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a real popular show. And uh, um, it's just it's good to hear some of that. I mean, I'm. It's like bluegrass. I can't listen to it for more than two hours, but but it's 
but it's there and uh, I, I know where to find it. Well, that's something I always, it's like, especially with the foundation of this radio station, we, I always approach it as if you want to spend time doing it, we'll give you a shot because a lot of times it comes from the person. So it's not, I'm not sitting here like people think everyone's my employee and I'm like, no, they're not my employees. They volunteer and they do these great shows and it's kind of in their direction. So it's like, if you want to ask questions, you ask them questions, not me. Unless it's, you know, they're cursing or Wait, something. Wait, if I'm not your employee, why do you have me clean the bathrooms every day? Well, it's just part of the radio station here. Uh, the aura? And plus, it's nice to get someone else to do it. Well, that's my job. Also, interim general manager. Yeah. You know, it's... Uh, oh, I want to be interim general manager. Yeah, well, there you 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 qualify. You clean bathrooms and uh, 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 restock the uh, coffee machine and, uh, and the paper machine. So that's kind of what I do also. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We're hanging out with Larry Winters over from KPFT, Pacifica K. Is that, what's the official? KPFT 90.1 Pacifica Radio. Okay. Houston, Texas. Houston, Houston, Texas. There you go. You listen to Mornings Lone Star on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. We will be right back. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002 offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. All right, welcome back to Friday with Mornings with Lone Star. Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, hanging out with Larry Winters of KPFT, our enemy, our nemesis, everything. Our friend. <laughs> our friend. <No>. Yeah. <laughs> We're well, pimping a lot of other shows today. I'm just saying. Well, no, it really, because like, I grew up in Houston, and it was, KPFT was what kind of gave me the idea of what a community radio was. Mm-hmm. And uh, Well, you've heard me talk about... You know, in England, uh, I'm used to British radio stations where you didn't have a station dedicated 24-7 to Top 40 or to that. They they all had the, the Pacifica setup, which is 8 to 10 was morning drive time. 10 to 12 was the business hour, you, you know, that, that kind of stuff. And so when I moved to America, it kind of freaked me out to, to find, you know, I was the early 80s. I was only on 104, and I thought that was all that there was to play was 104. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you remember when they had these uh, ships go offshore. The, the pirate radio the pirate station. Radio. Yeah. radio Victory, that was what I li- listened to in England. I loved Radio Victory. They right. weren't quite pirate because uh, they were actually on the shore. But, yeah, I would go down there from time to time just to hang out. Well, would you say with your the history of radio behind you, you think radio is probably one of the first beacons for – I would say like free speech and things like that, or because I know there's been so much FCC regulation and it's continuing. I know they're kind of softening on like LPF, like LPFMs are becoming more and more open for people to get access to like cities and like kind of like the the two signals we have here are LPFMs, 
and the city of Connor has to, owns them, but we're allowed to be on it. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I wasn't real clear on that. Uh, you know, the FCC regulations are, are real uh, strict for us, uh, being 100,000 watts. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, we also have a HD2 and HD3 stream uh, high definition. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, that's filled up. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, uh, let's see. Well, uh, WBAI was the reason uh, George Carlin well, went all the way to the Supreme Court with the seven deadlies. Mm -hmm. uh, he said it on WBAI at 3 o'clock in the afternoon in uh, New York. One of the seven deadly, oh, well, all the seven yeah. deadlies. Seven words you can't say on TV. Yeah. <laughs> See if we can say them on I radio. Think he, he has a whole uh, bit about that, too. Yeah. That yeah. big car, part of his deal. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, that was part of <clears throat> That was played uh, by one of the... <clears throat> Uh, DJs on uh, WBAI at 3 p.m. And uh, it went all the way to the Supreme Court, and that's why it's really outlawed still. But, of course, you know, you don't need that kind of language during the day. And there's, <clears throat> you know, but it's, uh, um, you know, free speech is not quite as free as you think it is. <laughs> it's... Uh, uh, you, you know, the, of course, you can't slander people on the air and uh, yes. yell Sorry, fire. Skippy. Yeah. Sorry, Skippy. That's why I say the alleged poopy head. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, uh, radio is uh, probably the last pure form of theater uh, because it offers a place to stretch your imagination and to give you images in your own head that you can design and hear, see and be a part of. But most people are so hooked up to their little... That's why it's so easy inch, to persuade people yeah. through the radio. Well, well, until they see us, I spent months convincing them I looked like... Uh, Brad Pitt? Yeah, yeah no. and we, then I, they got it on YouTube now. The, I the used to have destroyed. a pit bull called Brad. <laughs> uh, it looked like Brad, him? Yeah, Brad Pitt. It, it looked yeah. like him? Yeah, yeah. yeah but the dog was chewed up. <laughs> the dog was much hairier. Yeah. Well, I always thought of, you know, the first line of communication for mass mass communication was always, is the radio. It's the easiest to set up. And well, widest, widest instantaneous audience. Well, uh, actually, it's uh, KTSU is uh, mm -hmm. being, um, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's still pretty popular down in Houston. And, uh, and, and we have a lot of... Uh, uh, African-American uh, uh, music. Uh, Sunday nights is uh, pretty much dedicated. Sunday evening, Sunday nights, pretty much ded dedicated to African-American issues. And uh, uh, we've just recently put on a, uh, a kind of a commercial-sounding jazz programming uh, from 2 to... Uh, uh, 12 to 2 on Wednesday, and then we have Brother Muhammad uh, uh, coming on at 3 o'clock. Uh, it's a nation of Islam. Uh, but we, we try to expose people to anything they want to hear. And you don't have to listen, but we think that it needs to be uh, broadcast where people can choose to listen or not, you know, and it's... Uh, uh, that's what education is, I think, is uh, hearing stuff that you definitely don't may agree with, but you have to accept that other people, this is how they think. And uh, that's going to make us a better 
community somehow. The best way to make an educated decision is to be educated. Oh, absolutely. All sides of it. Uh, Those of you who are just tuning in, you are talking to Larry Winters, the interim GM from KPFT, uh, another radio station that's not us, but, you know, we'll we'll, we'll let him on the air. And uh, now, Larry, this has come with a price of the free speech that Pacifica has, because we're talking earlier about the, the, the history. I mean, KPFT, there's some very vocal opponents to it who've actually gone nuclear option mm. in the past. Yeah, in 1970, we were blown off the air twice by the Ku Klux Klan. Literally. I mean, Literally. They, they blew yeah. up yeah. We're the, the only, only radio station in the continental United States that have has been blown off the air, has been bombed. And uh, so <clears throat> later on, uh, uh, in... Uh, about 2005, this guy came up with a brick with $500 taped around it, and he said he was part of that crew back then in 1970, and he'd like to at least donate something to us. Really? And, yeah. I missed that part. Yeah. Well, well I didn't. We've got, <laughs> we, we've got the brick up there with uh, uh, images of 500, you know, $100, five $100 bills. I must have walked right past that. That is yeah. so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the stage, you know, the few times I was there, I was like, how, how, do people like you right now? Can I come in? <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to die. I just want to talk about theater, man. See, that's see, that's your imagination, though. Right. I mean, you know, and it's like, uh, you know, it, it's like you can think anything you want to think, but, uh, you know, that's your, that's your freedom. That's mm-hmm. your privilege. And, uh, that's what we try to allow around there. And just like programming, the main thing I want from programming or we want from programming, Don and I and uh, the staff, is to be genuine. Be yourself. You don't need to put on some kind of air and be somebody else unless that's what you're trying to do. If you're doing pure theater, of course, you play a role. Mm-hmm. But be yourself, you know, and uh, there's some very talented people, and uh, we try to give them a chance to be on the air. I mean, I failed public speaking. I failed English. I failed everything in college. And now I'm, uh, I have a radio show and been on for 38 years. See, kids, eat your vegetables, fail your classes, and public radio is available yeah. for you. And, and fail public That's speaking. That's just how desperate, <laughs> yeah. desperate they are. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're very eloquent today. So there you Oh, go. yeah. Well, I don't feel that way, but I, I feel very honored and privileged to be a part of KPFT and to be in the position that I am today to to uh, keep the uh, station on the air. We are listener-sponsored, and we, we don't uh, have any commercial sponsors. And uh, the uh, and this is uh, was was started in 1946 with uh, uh, Ray. I mean, uh, Lou Hill, Ray Hill. Ray Hill is uh, predominantly. Uh, uh, responsible for the prison program, which is still a very strong program that we have on Friday nights. But uh, Lou Hill started it. He was a uh, uh, anti-war, a uh, pacifist, and uh, uh, he saw that uh, in 46, uh, after World War II, that uh, it had to have an uh, outlet to where it wasn't controlled by commercial interest and uh, corporations and such. And uh, uh, he, uh, he started uh, Berkeley out there, uh, KPFA, or uh, KPFK, I'm sorry. And uh, it, was, uh, it was different. I mean, it brought artists, po- uh, prose, poets and stuff, uh, jazz, all kind of different stuff, music. And, uh, but it's, 
uh, we've developed uh, uh, Washington, uh, for instance, uh, WBA, I mean, uh, WMFW uh, up in Washington has uh, uh, mostly primarily jazz. We're primarily Americana. Uh, different stations are different. It's all according to the area they're in. And, uh, but it's, uh, we still have the fundamental purpose of non-commercialism and uh, free speech, First Amendment, protect the First Amendment at all, all costs. I agree. Oh, there I'm you go. a fan. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, you, you, well, one thing I was, I was interested in getting your opinion on was the future of radio and I know with the like streaming and the podcasting and now the Facebook living and all that kind of stuff. What's up? Oh, I didn't know if we need to take a break. Sorry. Well, we can, we can ask the question okay. and then we take a I was, break. I was suggest, you go. Then y'all can tell me the answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah off the air. We'll, we'll okay. kind of, right. hey, this is what you need to say. So the future. Well, no, this is something I've always kind of thought about because with, when I started the radio station here, I had a, like a, a plan. This is where I want to be in. The, the end game of it is pretty much beyond all media. So, and the last media I ever wanted would ever want to do is print because I don't care about that. But mainly because radio doesn't really translate to print. But maybe one day it will. I, I, I don't. I don't. Know. A little well, I don't mean print. I meant print's great for a newspaper, but if as a radio station, what do we need to print? Transcripts of our amazing shows. You know what? Someone did ask me for one. A lawyer. Is, apparently we had a guest on as being sued or whatever and they're like we need, we need a transcript of their interview and I'm like I'm not typing that out bro you can do that it wasn't me was it no okay. it wasn't but we're gonna take a quick break we're gonna talk about that when we come back kind of like the future of KPFT and like where we know where it is in the community but how can it still expand its message so and the same thing with Lone Star we'll you know we can include yeah well we're, we're, we're latch on to those coattails yeah. so I got no problem with that <laughs> you're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on IRLoneStar.com and Connors FM 104.5, 106.1. Don't forget if you have a question for Larry or any of us, we're on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Twitter, all that good stuff. We'll be right back. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com slash sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your questions. Get seen on TV, YouTube, and heard on our podcast, FM, and Internet Radio. Support your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. Radio Gaga, Radio Radio Gaga. Welcome back, Mornings Lone Star, where the prima donnas reign free on Lone Star Community Radio. Hanging out with Larry the Winters. Donnas, K- there's the band I haven't heard in a while. Cool. It was like four members, and all of them had girlfriends named Donna. So, is that, is that the one? Do I'm you think about? anyone? I have no idea what you're talking. Is this something before I was born again? A band like the Judys, you know, party band from the uh-huh. '80s. I mean, I missed it. Yeah, sorry. Up in the mountains. Sorry. sorry. We're hanging out with uh, Larry Winters of KPFT, and I asked the question about the future radio, and that's something I constantly think about because 
really what makes a listener now and with the with, with the availability of technology for anybody they can listen to when they want what they want all that kind of stuff right they can go to the website we have a podcast uh we have streaming uh you can stream any of our let's see if it's uh, better than music mine. shows uh yeah, go to kpfd.org and go to Let's see if it's uh, better. Listen uh, live. archives and uh, check it out. And uh, and even our music shows are on for uh, two weeks before they come off, but our uh, uh, talk shows and our podcast are on for, uh, they're on there for like 90 days, and uh, uh, you can uh, access them. But... Uh, yeah, we're we're trying to move into the 21st century. We have a lot of affiliate stations uh, across the uh, country which uh, do KPFT programming and such. And uh, I mean, we have about 200 different affiliate affiliated stations mm-hmm. that uh, that are uh, using uh, Democracy Now and some of our other programming that we we run. And um, it's uh, it's a it's a new age, man. Uh, FM radio is still what uh, most people use in their cars, even though they have uh, satellite radio now, but uh, uh, Cirrus and, and such as that. But but uh, if if you produce a good enough show, people are going to tune into it. But mm-hmm. advertising is one thing that we don't have a budget for. And so it, it mostly is uh, word of mouth and uh, just accidentally hitting a channel and hearing something mm-hmm. that you like, but, uh, uh, it's, uh, we're not formatted in any shape, form or fashion. We try to program to, uh, easily, uh, go into the next, uh, two hours. It's one of the hardest uh, things to try to transfer a listener from listening to country to Morning's Lone Star, where we just talk nonsense. And then it goes <laughs> from nonsense to a legal show. And then it goes from I a legal show. I twaddle over nonsense. Twaddle? Twaddle. That's a, you got to be careful with that word. That's that takes it to the edge. Yeah. yeah. Right to the that, edge. You got to be careful with that word. But no, I think it's, but that's the beauty of the online community is if you podcast it and people understand how to get to that avenue, you really don't have to worry about that because it's just that single lane for them to have that programming. Well, of course, uh, like uh, we were talking about, podcasting is uh, strictly your, um, if it has any copyrighted material in it, it can't be podcast because uh, at least we can't podcast it. Uh, you can do whatever you want to do, but I know it's a legal matter. Well, no, it, it is yeah. actually very interesting because, like, for example, our bumper music, we do 15 seconds of it, and then it, it, we try to limit that because that is one of the arguments you can fair use of something like that. Well, get yeah, get a local band to do it. Yeah, and uh, don't copyright it. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna get my '80s band together. And we were the gonna, Donnas? Oh, the no, the, the Flux Prima Capacitors. Oh, the Prima Donnas. Prima Donnas. <laughs> we're changing our name now. We're the Flux Capacitors. Oh, okay. Bring the old band together and do a little you know, music for us. But uh, no, it's just it's really fun because you don't know a lot of people. That's how they listen to listen to their favorite shows, and it's it's hard because especially with the music shows, you can't provide that. And I know well, we can't, like I say, for two weeks, we can do that uh, with the archives. You go back to the archives, and you can punch it up and you can get the full three hours of programming for our uh, most popular music shows, yeah. which are on Saturday from uh, nine in the morning to uh, six at night. Well, I think we actually might start doing that. So thank you for that. Like giving it because I was I was the only thing I was worried about for music shows is no one could listen to it unless they were on the air at that time. 
And that's so hard for majority of the new listeners, like new, the millennial kind of crowd, because they already have like when I I was in my car and I had a CD and someone's like, oh, you listen to CDs still? And I was like, <laughs> well, it was like instant. Especially when the internet goes out, people yeah, are like, "I got this fake cassette tape that plugs in, and I can play CDs off of it." Well, I've got a finger drive, <laughs> <laughs> a thumb drive. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I like Same the finger thing. drive. Though. Yeah, yeah. But it's You're close. Like a thumb drive, but bigger. Pinky drive. <laughs> but uh, no, I think it's really cool, especially thinking about the future, because especially for programming like this one, we have people who are watching on Facebook, and that's really neat because we can interact with them, and it's almost like a hybrid of a TV talk show with a radio show because people could be driving around listening on the FM numbers. And then, you know, two days from now they can be listening on the podcast. Cause they're like, Oh man, I like Larry. Let's see what dirt I could get on him. And then, so they can listen to the podcast. That's why, that's why we're having you on right now. Yeah. That's why we listen. Yeah. Plenty of dirt. Add to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the one thing I was thinking, like what's the future of, of programming and also the way people listen. And there's really nothing else we can do here like besides print. And I'm like I said, I don't want to do print just because. Well, I think it's making full use of the radio. Uh, Brett's chiming up. The internet has led to a radio renaissance. Before yeah. Podcasts and streaming, radio was relegated to drive time and copy-addicted weirdos rattling off conspiracy theories. Hey, I, I think he's talking to me directly on that one, but that's so. okay. Well, drive time is uh, we did a uh, com uh, community advisory board TAB uh, survey. And uh, most people listen in the mornings and drive time and uh, on Saturday uh, to our uh, entertainment program. Yes. And Democracy Now! is one of the most listened to shows and Spare Change, then uh, uh, Lone Star Jukebox, Wide Open Spaces. Wide Open Spaces is from 9 to noon. That's uh, every. Uh, and, and it's consistent. It's uh, never the same music. It's, it's no playlist. And, uh, and it, you know, it's creative radio, you know, mm -hmm. you, you may hook in or may not, you know, but, uh, but it's, uh, I like that creative radio. I, th I think that just, that nails it right there because even you have, uh, what's, what's the, the thing? I heart, I heart radio. Now they're going, we have playlists for every need, but you only have so many songs per playlist. So listen, you're gonna have a workout playlist or a party playlist and it's right through your fingertips. And I can tell just from listening to Pandora or something, it's the same. Sure, Spotify, 18 Pandora, songs yeah. over and yeah. over. Yeah, uh, I, I do a thumb down on a lot of them just to force them to come up with new music. Well, I've never gotten into that. I'm real lucky, I think. Uh, somebody suggested I go to listen to Pandora, and uh, that I just. I mean, it's good to fall asleep too, and I usually well, that would, go off in the that, middle of the night. That's what the big argument about Sirius, when Sirius and then uh, what was it, the other XM. FM, no XM radio, and before they were, like when they first first started doing that, the argument was no one's in the studio, so it sucks. Like it's just music, and then they started realizing they needed people to be in the right. studio to do any kind of commentary, and they started doing it. Now their main channels have a DJ, and I think they were trying to do that to save money, where they don't have to have a DJ for every show. But well, I told you about that time in England when they had this report, this news report on BBC that uh, it was 1980, maybe 81, where they were predicting the death of live radio with DJs because they had, you know, the pre-taped stuff. Like, we don't need DJs anymore. And they were predicting, BBC was saying, you, you know, this, within 10 years, there will be no more DJs. Well, some of the same issues we have with our talk programming and uh, call-in shows is we wind up having the same people calling in over and over, you know, and it's, uh, 
Yeah, one of them is right there. Yeah, he's waving outside the oh, window. Oh, yeah, I see him, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it, it's a, uh, you know, it's a it, it's an issue, but, I mean, it's... Um, it, it's I don't uh, see that being an issue, really. I mean, I, I well, don't... what's happened with us, those, we have a few who respond, but then they start to respond, especially since we started going on Facebook Live. Yeah. They're responding to each other, so the conversation grows and keeps going and continues off the air. And that's, to us, that's a big high, because the first few months we were doing this. Well, anybody can do radio. Uh, you don't have to look any certain way. As you can see, if you're on Facebook now, mm -hmm. you know, that's, uh, we've all got perfect faces for radio. Yeah. And I have a voice for a mime show, too. <laughs> well, I'll have a little uh, throat problem or a larynx problem, whatever you call this voice box. But, uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm about out of words. I, I, I do a music show. And yeah, promote I, yourself. What, yeah, what, well, uh, yeah, I do a music show, uh, basically, uh, and it's uh, new stuff every week, and I try to find something that is uh, relative to what's going on in the world yeah. and in the uh, consciousness of the young, old, middle-class, uh, poor uh, and I even play songs for the super rich, you know, <laughs> but well, KP, for the 1%. Okay. <laughs> Truly, the programming there has something for, for everyone. And Is there a conservative show there? Yes, we have several. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and... Uh, uh, some of them are our talk shows. Are these local, or is it more of it's local? Okay, yeah, and we we have a, a show, Collision. It's uh, from our uh, Washington station. It's a sports show on Friday morning from uh, eight uh, to nine, and it's uh, and it's uh, it's a, a political talk show, African Americans. But I mean, these are sports. It's a sports show, a whole hour of politically. In, injected in, sport in, talk, in, yeah, yeah, sport talk kind of stuff. And Basically, uh, it's ESPN. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, it's succeeding where ESPN, I think, is failing. Well, yeah. Well, there's a way. Well, that's one thing that I love about like radio stations like KPFT and stuff. It's like there's ways to handle things the right way and the wrong way. But then KPFT kind of just kind of sees what works, and then if it works, they kind of make it better, and then yeah. And there is the openness. The uh, you know, I love it. You know, I'm fiscally conservative, but. Every we time know. I got a KPFT, we know. Well, he made, well he some made. of us get educated, but go oh, ahead. Oh, there we yeah. go. Yeah. There you go. Uh, <laughs> but every time I've been there, you know, obviously many of my friends, and I'm heavy in theater too, uh -huh. so never feel uh, a sense of unwelcomeness or anything. All, all thoughts welcome there, and I, that's why I'm truly a fan. You know, I send off my little check every year to KPFT myself because I think you. it's important, yeah. more so than um, the, uh, the our local NPR station. Well, we've, you know, we've had a kind of a tough time this last year. Our WBAI uh, signed some kind of contract with the Empire State Building uh, uh, after 9-11, uh, and they were in there, and they were, like, paying over $60,000 a month rent in the Empire State Building. And we got out of the lease finally, but uh, it cost us $3.5 million mm -hmm. to get off that lease. Yeah, I guess that's the unfortunate side of being connected as Pacifica because everyone's kind of in the same boat, but right. especially like in Houston, you guys thrive. Well, we just started thriving. Uh, we were, we wasn't paying our central service uh, fees and such, which is about $15,000 a month. That's and, to uh, Pacifica? Uh, yeah, that's to Pacifica, the network yeah. and uh, 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 all the legalities and such. And, uh, but uh, we hadn't been paying it, but uh 
since I started, we hadn't missed a payment yet, and uh, we need to keep the network. Is that because you're fiscally conservative? Yeah, uh, phys- yes, I am very physically <laughs> conservative. <laughs> I'm tired. Oh, that, uh, I mean, that, that, that eagle yeah. screams. <laughs> oh, Larry, thank you so much for coming in. And well, being thank part you of this. for inviting me and uh, allowing me to. Um, didn't make a fool of myself. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, right. We do it every morning. <laughs> okay. Everyone, you've been listening to Larry Winters, who's the interim uh, GM, general manager at KPFD Pacific at 90.1 on your Houston dial. We love them. So when you don't listen to us, listen to us 9 to 11 every morning, then you can tune over to them. Especially noon to 3 on Saturday. Noon to 3 yeah. I don't have a show then. So yeah, go on tune yeah, over Yeah, there. it's That's fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We're good. <laughs> okay. All right. You're listening to Mornings Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. I'm we're gonna out take, of here. yeah. We're we're actually we're not out of here. Larry's <laughs> out of here. Uh, we do have another guest coming no, in on the phone around ten fifteen. We're gonna have Jason Kimberly on the air with us. We're gonna talk about leave it for the pooch, pennies for paws, all that kind of good stuff. Raising funds for animals. We'll be right back though. So stick around. Relax with a cup of joe or your favorite drink for the Conroe Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce Chamber Chat. The show airs on the first Tuesday of the month at 11 a.m. on Lone Star Community Radio. Join hosts Courtney Galley and Brian Bondi as they chat about the Chamber's events and programs for the month and invite Chamber members into the studio to talk about their upcoming events and businesses. Learn about your Chamber with Chamber Chat every first Tuesday at 11 a.m. All right, welcome back. 1008. Morning, Lone Star. We probably need to fix it now. Yeah, we're kind of alone now. Maybe we can get Clint or all the fans outside to come inside and be our guest because I don't want to talk to you anymore. You're physically conservative. (laughs) But welcome back. That means we're tightwads. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I can agree on that. Nothing wrong with that. But, uh,. We're going to hang out for just a segment and talk about whatever, and then we're going to get uh, Jason in on the on the air with us. Cool. And talking yeah, about Kimberly. leave it for the pooch. Leave it for the pooch. So. Penny's four paws, and that's for the number four, or F-O-U-R. Yeah. Okay, so what else is going on in the headlines? You want to tell me anything that's really cool? Well, yeah. Um, Better be cool, though. Only cool, like cool. Uh, cool, such as uh, researchers at Ben Gurion University have determined that as little as two months of stress can adversely impact your sperm quality. What? Yeah. I was waiting for it to sink in on you there. That's right. That that, that stress can, and they're saying moderate stress, as little as two months of moderate stress. So that's like a big project at work or, or maybe your favorite baseball team is losing or something. Okay. Can directly and severely impact the quality of your little swimmers. Okay, cool. Well, just want you to be aware of that. So, you know, get the stress off you. So you Maybe can... that'd be my great excuse when Holly and I are trying to have a baby. Like, you just can't talk to me right now. You're just the stress. It's going to, it's going to prevent if it. You want a baby? You got to be quiet. You got to make my sandwich. You got to, you know, you got to clean this place, you know. Boy, I'm stressed. If only someone would rub my feet and bring me a yeah. hoagie. Oh, that's that's a great excuse now. Yeah. In the news, um, this is something that uh, kind of caught me off guard. James Wolf, who's the former uh, security director for the Senate Intelligence Committee. I don't know what that means. Um, he was the guy responsible for passing 
classified information that came literally from the Oval Office to investigators, to, to those who needed the information. And vice versa? Uh-huh. Okay. So how long has he been in that position? 24 or 29 years. I can't remember. Okay. Many, but but decades. Oh, two sorry. Decades. So it's not an elected position. No, no, no. Okay. This is something that over multiple... He has just been indicted for lying to the FBI because apparently uh, he was asked about his relationships with reporters, and he said, I have none. Then it came to light that he was in a three-month relationship with a New York Times reporter called Allie Watkins. And they got this information because they got her uh, email and phone contact list and stuff and found out, much like the whole struck page emails thing that's going on where you have two lovebirds. Uh, just, yeah, it's always the case. Well, that's what's happening here. They found thousands, tens of thousands of texts and emails and, and daily calls, and they were able to work out that every time she would come out with this story about a leak with leaked information, half an hour beforehand, he'd be on the phone with her. So he hasn't been charged with any passing of classified information charges yet and, and may not be. But right now has been indicted for lying to the FBI. This is significant because... Obviously, there are many leaks that are going on uh, that are adverse to, I, I got to say, national security. I don't want to sound like, a, like you know, one of those people, but one of those people. You are not everybody has the right to know everything at any given moment. There, there's a reason there's classified information and why you shouldn't do it. And you know you're doing wrong when you leak it. You may think the people have a need to hear it, but you're not qualified to give that, make that decision. So this is big because this could directly tie in to the current investigations going on. The I always report, wondered. I always wondered when, like, they come into your office at the FBI or whatever, and it's like, "We need all your records. This is our warrant." <laughs> I'm like, "Man, I don't even know where they are." Like, oh, they'll find. No, you you don't get to help them. Well, no, I meant more of like. I, I imagine most people go like. It's somewhere here. Like, they don't know exactly. You know what I'm talking about? Because she got her phone confiscated and all that. Oh, yeah. And you're just kind of like, I don't really know what's on that because, like, I just, <laughs> I'm not I'm not meticulous with my, my, my files. Right, yeah. If someone ever had to serve, like, a search warrant at my house, well, the house is a different story right now, but even in a, in a good day, good luck. And then you whisper, go, it's in the walls. And so they'll start tearing <laughs> it all down. Well, yesterday I was driving and there was a cop car behind me and I changed lane. He changed lane too. I thought, okay, something's gone wrong. I'm about to get pulled over for something. I have no idea what, but then I'm kind of looking around in my car and having come off of basically three theater shows in a row yeah. and moving. I mean, good luck trying to find anything in my car. Like if I had a flat tire, I'd be hosed because my trunk is just crammed with propola. Now, I, fortunately, I wasn't well, pulled over. He what, was just wanted. What kind to, of information in the story that we're talking about, where this young uh, reporter was in a relationship with this guy? What kind of information did they find? Was it like text messages? Was it emails? Yeah, yeah text messages. Like, who's emails. stupid enough to give classified info and leak it to a reporter through an email? Like, even if I they mean, don't the only person find, get away with that is Hillary Clinton. Well, and code words were used apparently, which is not uh, abnormal. You know, people say, "Hey, I'm talking to W today." And you got to figure out who it is. But the most damning evidence is the timeline because they, they got his, her cell phone records at what time this call came in from this yeah. number. And every all, several times she would do a breaking story. Oh, it's too obvious. With leaked information. That's why she's an and, intern. <laughs> or she was an intern. Yeah. So, That's so funny. 
Well, you know, we can talk more about that, but we got to go to break because we got to get Jason on the line with us. Uh, And, you know, Brett, Brett, I know that I just more of like, I always feel like if the IRS came after me, I'd be like, man, that's a good question where all that stuff is. Bon chance, mes amis. And uh, that's what's actually kind of scary about everything being electronic, because if you don't know where it is, someone else does probably. You're listening to Mornings Alone, so we're going to take a quick break and get our second guest on the air with us. Stay tuned. Alone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star. Lone Star Community Radio, IRLoneStar.com, worldwide. And also on Facebook, all that good stuff, blah, 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 blah. We rock. We rock. You don't. Yeah. Yeah. You know who else rocks? Who rocks? Our next guest, Jason Kimberly. He's on the phone with us. Jason, are you there? I am here. Hey, how are you doing, sir? Good. How about you? I'm doing good. I want to learn more about what you're doing in the Montgomery County area, helping uh, dogs and cats, right? Cats are included in your project? Yep. Every type of animal. Every type of animal. That's what I like to hear, my friend. You're going to ask him about insects. Yeah, well, well, that's later. We got that's later, the trap okay. question. He's going to ask you about that one to be prepared. <laughs> so we have Jason on the phone with us. He is uh, doing a, I would say, fundraiser uh, via on youcaring.com, and we're going to be posting the link to our social media for pennies for paws. And you're going to be having a toy, a treat, dog food, toy drive kind of thing happening uh, on June 9th, which is tomorrow from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m at the Brookshire Brothers in Montgomery. That's over in downtown Montgomery. I know it. And uh, that's, it's, that's tomorrow, guys, who are listening. And uh, let's, let's let's get to know Jason here. Jason, tell me a little bit about yourself. So I am 12 years old. I currently attend Montgomery Junior High. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and how did this start I, out for you? What was your idea? Well, first of all, like, for Education in Action, they asked you to make a service project. So since I love animals and I love when people help them, I decided that I wanted to have it about animals and me helping them, basically. I'm donating stuff like shelters, foster homes, all type of people that care about them and care for them to help them out. So you're kind of wanting to be the middleman from getting donation items and then you give those items to a shelter or an organization. Is that what I'm understanding? Yes, sir. Oh, cool. The mailman. The boys need a mailman. Well, that's great because some people for like a a school project, they may say, well, I'll do a dog food drive and that's it. But you're actually taking this to the next level and helping a lot of animals with this. Yep. So tell me where people can find, because I know you're doing the donation drive tomorrow, like at Brookshire Brothers, but can people donate money? How How do I get this stuff to you if I can't make it tomorrow? So, we also have a drop-off place at Elite Repeat. 
where people can come there and they can drop stuff off in a bin that they have there that they set out for us. Where, where is this place? Repeat. Uh, it's a reshow shop, okay. shop in Montgomery, Texas. Okay. And then, again, folks, uh, you have a Facebook group called Leave It For The Pooch, right? Is that like a Facebook yes, page? Mm-hmm. And that's where you can interact with you and other people just kind of coordinating these things because this is an ongoing project. You know, actually, let people know, you said it was a summer project, summer kind of like a camp you're a part of. Mm-hmm. And then this grew for the next year. Like, so this is a year later, right? Yep. Look at that. Wow. So that's dedication. And you say you're 12 years old? Yes, sir. That's awesome because, you know, my daughter's 16 and she's going to be playing Pokemon Go all summer, I think. So I... I got to lean on her now to do something a little bit more. Well, she can just pick up generally used items and do them. So what kind of items are you on the lookout for to get from people? Well, mostly like dog food, cat food, leashes, toys, bedding, towels, stuff like that. Maybe. Anything that will benefit help the animals. It's a great idea. And also since we're in the middle of, of like bug season right now, maybe you know, flea and tick sprays and stuff like that that would help them. Ooh, yeah. What what kind of uh, organizations are you involved with giving these donated items to? Can you give us some names? Like these are uh, like the the shelters. What kind of shelters are we talking about here? Can't, like, they're decently big shelters. They get a couple donations, like Camo, Camo Rescue. We help some in Conroe, Huntsville. Basically, like, Shelters all around Houston. Okay. Well, let, let's let people know again, uh, what do they need to do tomorrow at Brookshire Brothers in Montgomery between 9 and 6 p.m.? Uh, come there and donate, like, food, gently use toys, leashes, some treats, bedding, anything, like I said earlier, that will benefit the animals okay and then uh, we're also going to be sharing your caring website where people can donate money your goal is two thousand dollars you've already reached a thousand dollars and people uh it's really easy to donate i want to share that on our social media that's also going to go towards pennies for paws uh and this is uh, uh you're showing you're showing off my friend at 12 yeah Thank you're you. making me feel bad i gotta go do something i'm gonna have to show up tomorrow at some point after the the dumpster day and and uh, now, Brookshire Brothers, you don't even have to bring anything with you. You can go into Brookshire Brothers, buy something, yeah. and just bring it right back out. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Well, Jason, so, thank you so much for talking to us today. Yeah, it's great to hear what a wonderful story about this, and I'm so happy for all the animals that you're gonna you're, you're, you're helping out here. Thank you for having me. You have a good day, and good luck tomorrow, okay? Thank you. You too. All right, that was Jason with Pennies for Paws, and let me just kind of Say that one more time, what's going on tomorrow at Brookshire Brothers. You can donate uh, food, gently used items, new and gently used items for shelters. Any ideas you can come up with, I would say toys because dogs love toys and, like, like I mean, cats love toys and uh, and also food probably. I mean, that's kind yeah, of, toys, that's probably food, the most important thing. But seriously, I think, like, you know, especially if they're outdoor animals, give them the, the like, flea collars or the spray, stuff like that. Yeah. That would help out. And you bring that over to Brookshire Brothers in Montgomery, Texas, tomorrow from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. If you can't make it, uh, we're going to be sharing a link where you can do a, mo- a monetary donation. Great. And that he has a goal of $2,000. He also has a Facebook group called Leave It For The Pooch. And uh, you can interact with Jason through that, especially to have that. Do- I didn't really understand where the resale shop. What was it pronounced? 
Ellie's resale? Is that Elite what it was? Elite repeat. Elite repeat? Yeah, I'll look into that one. Okay. Because they haven't been there uh, that you can actually donate these items to outside of the event tomorrow. It's always like getting the community involved, too. I mean, it's just not one kid with a with a lemonade stand. I mean, he, he's talking to Brookshire Brothers. He's talking to Elite Repeat. Really getting out there. That is that is great. Well, what he should do is use his age to convince people to give him money. Well, he, he sold me. He's I'm like, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, doing something. What are you doing? Nothing? Right. Give me some money. I'm grabbing my daughter tomorrow. Give say, me some money. we got to do something for the good. This kid's showing us up. There you go. You're the Lone Star Community Radio. It's all a competition, Jay. Sorry. We, uh, <laughs> we just, yeah. Let's not even go into that. We're, uh, we still got about 30 minutes left on today's programming, so feel free to chime in on Facebook and YouTube Live and all that kind of stuff. We're going to take another break. We'll be right back. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1 and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936-647-3776. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star, Dick and Skippy. It's 1028 on the dot. Hey, the people up front, we got a phone call. We got to clear the, clear the ways. Yeah, can, can, can you bring it down? Just That's great. Bit? They're having a little powwow. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, sur- I'm surprised we all survived uh, the food babies we made yesterday with eating all that food. Oh, my goodness, golly. Taste Fest was awesome yesterday. Yeah. Uh, uh, ran into a lot of people uh, that I knew that knew me. And, of course, it was always That's great hanging out with you and Holly. Yeah, well, we're awesome people. And your mom. Got to talk to your mom awesome and Awesome people. Yeah. Awesome people. This is Skippy and thoroughly enjoyed it herself. Because she got home from work, and she's ready just to kick back. I'm like, oh, remember we got Taste Fest. Okay. But the second we walked in, she was so excited. Yeah, it's a good time. It's a good yeah. time. Although getting her and Holly kind of talking together makes me a little nervous. I think they're going to strike up this friendship thing. That's awful. And they'll go start doing girl time, and then they'll be doing it without us, and then they'll talk about us. That's something. I do nothing. I'm, I'm perfect. Notes. I'm perfect. Well, right, I- right. All right, let's get some of the news items out of the way. We were talking a little bit about that guy who got arrested, right, who, for lying to the FBI, and he leaked information. Mm-hmm. And it was really ironic because I think his whole position at the uh, intelligence community was— Director to, of security. Yeah, to prevent that. Yes. And those things always—I always wonder, because when I saw All the President's Men, if that's the right movie I'm thinking of with Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, All the President's like, Men. I always like to imagine how the— the trade-off happens, you know, and like the deep throat idea. I'm like, yeah, always use paper and then burn it afterwards. Like, I don't understand why people don't do that today. And the fact that this lady got caught because she was, you know, emailing, texting and all that stuff. Similar to like, who are those lovebirds, the FBI, and are they fired yet? Lisa Page. Have they been fired? No, Lisa Page left to pursue other opportunities. So she quit. Yes. uh, And I, you can't, hold on. She quit. There we go. Well, like no, I mean, on, on piece of paper, what does it say? Yeah, she she, she quit. So she don't, left. We don't need air quotes for that. And he's been reassigned. Okay. But like, and that makes me think of the information that is available on your little device here. It's like, why would you send these things? 
Well, I think he's still... Especially if he's part of the investigation of other people, like... Well, that's why he's still there. That's crazy. That's why they haven't let it, fired him yet, because then he becomes a private citizen, and he can sell the story to the highest bidder. As long as he's an employee of the Department of Justice and oh, the geez. FBI, he, he's under non-disclosure. He, he lets people like Jason, you know... Are you afraid, Jason, of people finding out what's on your phone? Uh, mean like Leo? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not that phone. <laughs> well, I mean, like, it, well, how do you think this information between this woman, this reporter, and like, you think it was just emails, and then that's how emails, texts, and and well, they had a relationship there. They there wasn't a, like a parking garage meeting. No, they had a romantic relationship. It would have been like pillow talk. Oh, great! That's what I'm saying. It was the, a lot of these things were, hey, let's hook up here. And Can you imagine Donald Trump's pillow talk? Well, great, I can now. <laughs> um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good oh. morning, everybody. Yay. Kill me. That was the greatest. Kill me now. <laughs> that was... Oh, man. great. Oh, man. But no, it's, it's always funny to think about those transactions between like, oh, this is classified info. We can't... It's like, why do you think he did it? Do you think it's because he was trying to undermine Donald Trump? Is that the whole? Is that what it was? It could be that. Could be he was trying to impress her. That you know he's trying to let her get ahead in life. You know, basically give her a leg up. Uh, who knows? Because he cheated on mood. his wife, basically, right? I, mean, I don't know. If he was, I don't think he was married. Oh, well, then he's fine. Whatever. He's just he's trying to you know yeah, because she's he she's like thirty years younger than him. <laughs> I mean, if you got leverage, you got leverage. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. And because you're off the air, you were asking me about the other, like the investigation with the Russian collusion, like Manafort, it's, it's really starting to go hard on Manafort. But what we're finding out more and more as the Mueller investigation continues is that there's still no, when I say direct or indirect evidence of the collusion between the Trump campaign and anyone in Russia, the only... Can, can, I, can I show you something real quick? Sure. So one thing I love about the internet... They found a tweet from this woman, mm -hmm. this young this young lady, the reporter. She apparently is Allie Watkins. She, Allie Watkins is apparently watching House of Cards. Oh, and she, she so she this is from 2013. This is a real deal. <clears throat> she tweeted, "I wanted to be Zo Zoe Barnes until episode four. Sleeping with your source, especially a vindictive congressman, bad life choice." Uh oh. Because she was sleeping with the security director for the uh, yeah, Senate Intelligence Committee. Yeah, sleeping with her source. And he was, uh, yeah, he was feeding her information. You want a, you want a personal story for me? No. So, Do oh, we? God. Oh, you're right. Is it talk so, about pillow talk? Yeah, so when I was, at, uh, uh, when I was in the Army, uh, I was uh, stationed at 101st uh, at, uh, in Fort Campbell. And uh, I was at the 3rd of, uh, of 187th Infantry at Rockstons. The battalion commander at the time was Lieutenant Colonel Petraeus, who you all know now as as General Petraeus mm -hmm. and then um, CIA Director Petraeus. Mm -hmm. uh, Colonel Petraeus, before I got there, he had been shot in a live fire exercise by someone random, right? And you hear conflicting stories about this, but pretty much if you get shot in a live fire exercise, you probably weren't where you're supposed to be. You know, it... it, it and the odds are you yeah. were in their line of fire and that they right. were shooting the opposite direction. Right. So I never really got a, a clear idea of uh, what happened then. But uh, whatever the case, I started working at the town headquarters with him. Really brilliant guy. Extremely smart. Book-wise. He was a West Pointer who didn't go to Vietnam, who uh, uh, didn't have a combat infantryman's badge and wanted to get to war. Some type of war so he can get something like that. You know? So he was uh, trying to get us somewhere. 
Uh, and eventually he did. You know, he went to Iraq, so he got a CIB. But uh, he was very book smart, but he would be the type of person. Uh, I was friends with his driver. His driver would tell me, yeah, uh, hey, just go uh, go that way. And he'd say, sir, that's that's a wood line. Yeah, that's that's a wood line. And he'd just, just, just go that way. They get stuck all the time. He's the type of person that was a second lieutenant that you didn't, didn't want him to be your second lieutenant. because The, the West killed. Point guy that, my men are prepared to die for this. Yeah. Your typical he, movie but lieutenant. He was brilliant, but he just couldn't see the forest for the trees. Well, actually, he couldn't see the tree for the forest. Right. So that's probably what got him in trouble. He couldn't. Re- he didn't realize that this this female reporter was going to get him in trouble. You know. Well, if you notice, every man that's brought down by a woman in a situation like this, there's. I can't believe that she. Think about the closeness, and I say that in quotes that they shared, and like, oh, this one. Well, will never well, Brett be has a good point. He said she could have just stolen the stuff. And I was going to respond to that too. Good point, Brett. Uh, that's why the phone records were so important that they made sure if they just got emails and stuff like that. But the phone records show that for at least two, I think three, of her scoops that involved leaked classified information, she she wasn't was very she call. wasn't very smart about it. No. From what I understand, the timeline wise, like she immediately went to Twitter. With yeah. It. So now it could have been that she's calling him, going, "Hey, you know, I'm about to do this. Ha ha ha." You know, I don't know what the motives are. Divorce your girlfriend, or yeah, right. You know, have there been any women in power that have gotten in trouble because they were uh, screwing around with uh, some random male reporter? I've always wondered about that. Has that ever happened? Other than I'm, like teachers, uh, you know, teachers and their fourteen-year-old students. I imagine. I mean, I, I mean, stereotypically, like again on your TV shows, whenever there's an older woman <clears throat> seducing a younger man, it's usually it's a it's a comedy point. You know, it's a plot point. Uh, you, you've seen it so many times. It's not the uh, the joke is very few young lusty men would. Complain or call it an lusty assault. men. Whoa. We call it an assault if an older woman. I'm going to call it assault, Leo. Me too. <laughs> Great. Now we're, now, we're, now we're doing that. But I, th- I think I don't think that changes anything. I mean, it's so what's wrong is wrong. It is. I'm so, that's what I'm saying. The mindset behind it. You know, you have a. Thirty-year uh, well, woman. What worries me though about this thing is the ethical part of being a journalist. Because to me, journalism always had that kind of like, from what I understand, the unspoken rule mm-hmm. of like what you don't break. Kind of like uh, I, I know Holly could tell me this. Like what doctors have, like they they have to do. It's like a code. Like they have to help people. Well, that's the Hippocratic oath. Yes, that's there you go. And I mean, I imagine the journalism. What is the journalism have something similar to that, where it's like, hey, well, it used to be called journalistic integrity, which is you don't take an oath, but it was like, you there were standards. If you would have to have two independently verifiable sources in order to make it a story, and that's what's that's what's falling apart somewhere. It's like in the desire to be the first with the scoop, uh, and. Uh, this is something that Brett said on Facebook a long time ago that really stuck with me. If there's a headline that uh, <laughs> if there's a headline that includes the phrase might, may, should, y- you know, where it's not a definitive, then it's not a news story. You know, how, how drinking water might kill you, then that's not a news story. How um, Petraeus may have done this, it's not a news story. It's a supposition. You're supposed, and that's with all the president's men. If you haven't watched the movie, watch it because you see what it was. It was the proper use of a source. They protecting the source, and it showed that you know there's this big thing where they screwed up, where they're like, okay, if I can't remember the actual um, details, but they're trying to get him to say something on the phone to confirm uh, a rumor, 
I'm like, okay, he said, I can't, Deep Throat saying, I can't say one way or the other. Okay, well, if you stay quiet, then what, then that would mean this. So we're going to, and he doesn't say anything because he, he gets the question confused. So they run with the story and he calls him up going, no, it was the other way around. You, I, I missed. So it, warts and all, it shows what it takes to get a story to lie. Woodward and Bernstein. I'm not a fan of them in particular, but at least that was the day when there was journalistic integrity. Even when you're trying to bring down a, a an establishment, whether it's the president, and they're not trying to bring it down, but getting to the story no matter what it took. Well, you're talking about an age right now, uh, an age where people had to go to school or or spend a lot of time and effort working in in the media. I mean, now you can just be some some chump on YouTube uh, and and. You're part of the media now. So journalistic integrity isn't has more to do with people who have access to uh, being, you know, pseudo-journalists. Pseudo-journalists, that's it right there. Yeah. Anyone can be a journalist now. Yeah, yeah. And anyone can say things like, you know, Hillary Clinton is uh, is kidnapping little children from from uh, some type of uh, what was that pizza, pizza thing? Place. I know yeah. that. Right? Anyone can say stuff like that. But more and more news outlets are retweeting what these people are doing. You mm -hmm. know, they'll come across some some... Uh, 12-year-old who's not Jason Kimberly, who's, I don't know if you heard this earlier, but this 12-year-old kid who's doing this amazing thing for dogs. That is 14. No, 12. Well, um, he's 12 now, so he's 11 when he started. But most 12-year-old kids... Are, are we fake news? Sort of, kind of. All right, that's all right. At least we admit it. But no, most, you know, you can take a 12-year-old kid going, um, you know, making up a story... And then ABC News will take it and run with it. They'll say, well, unconfirmed reports say Well, that, this. that was what was interesting about, if I remember that uh, dossier thing, like BuzzFeed did it originally. Mm -hmm. well, I, and even though they said, we can't confirm a single well, word. Well, that was so, it, so weird to me. It's like somebody would use BuzzFeed as a source. Because no one else would. Now, remember McCain, they gave it to McCain to bring it to the president. Because at that point, they can say, well, this made it to the president's hands. And that, yeah. now it's a news story. And even then, outlets wouldn't run it going, this is unsubstantiated, so I kind of sort of have to give hats off to them until BuzzFeed ran with it and said, well, we can't confirm a single word, but here it is and make up your own mind. And that just set the bar so insanely low. You can put any document out there now. Here's the opposite of it all, okay? Let's say the President of the United States goes on video and says something. Mm -hmm. You know, literally says... Like, I did not have sex with that woman. Or, or yes... Uh, a bunch of Texans went out, 16,000 Texans went out to watch the, uh, the, uh, watch Hurricane Harvey. Now the Coast Guard's saving them. Right. He literally says it yeah, on a video. Was, yeah, that was dumb. And then you have people saying, well, no, this is just media lying. What? I, I, I just don't get, I don't get it. Well, because well, it, the battle cry is there. Oh, it's fake. If, if he said something dumb, then no, it'd be called out on it. He just it's said something dumb. That just happens a lot. But mm -hmm. he said, but you know, it's, it's not that it, it's, it's evidence. It's not just, it's not like, oh, we had to find three or four different sources to find the video. No, he said it. it we didn't make, nobody made this up. Mm -hmm. And now people are saying, well, but no, that's fake meaning. No. And it's up to that person, this time being the president, to try and talk himself out of it or not. And much like Samantha B with her thing. It wasn't, oh, she allegedly said this. She no, said she it on said her. It. But then it was the follow up on that where she's trying to say, well, I'm just reclaiming the word. I don't <laughs> even know what that means. Yeah, but nobody's saying Samantha B didn't say it. Right. Nobody's saying, well, you know, that this is this is fake media saying Samantha Bee's. No. And, yeah, and, and I'm absolutely agreeing with you on that. That anyone saying, if if you have incontrovertible proof, you, you know, if it's but it's you know the fake media just constant. And then and then the move, you know, instead of saying saying fake media, they go, well, look, this is the video where he actually says it. They say, well, 
then it's just the media concentrating on him, his mistakes. No, he's saying these things. He's saying that Canada burned down the White House. Well, now, now, the, if you want to talk about that, because we, we went from the whole Harvey thing to Canada, back in 1812, Canada was the British province, which means that there was no Canada. Exactly. So technically, the British, the Canadians did burn down the White House because they were British subjects. Well, so the British burned down the White House. Yeah, and the Canadians were British. So therefore, he wasn't wrong. Sorry, Jason. We know that the White House is burned down. Canada by the did not become an independent nation of itself until 1977. Yeah. So well, in 1812, they were British. Yeah, they were definitely British. And so there you go. They, the British burned they, down the White House. Yeah. Yeah. And Canadians are British. Canadians so have go. no reason to burn down the White House. Why would they burn down the White House? Because they're jealous of the greatness of America. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. The Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service has been dedicated to educating Texans for over a century. In 1915, the Extension Program was established under the federal Smith-Lever Act to deliver university knowledge and agricultural research findings directly to the people. Ever since, AgriLife Extension Programs have addressed the emerging issues of the day, serving diverse populations across the state. Texans turn to Extension for solutions in horticulture, agriculture, 4-H and youth, and family and consumer sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at 1 o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour. Radio Google, Radio Gaga. Welcome back. We got a couple more minutes on today's show. Boy, this day just zip time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Special thanks to all of our guests today. Uh, Larry Winters with KPFT. Great talking to him. Yeah. Uh, Jason Kimberly, what an awesome young man. Yeah, Keep for sure. Great work. For sure. I'm going to try and make it out to Brookshire Brothers. Tonight. Yeah. Good deal. And, of course, we've got Jason in the studio with us now, kind of help, helping us bring this plane down. So it's yeah, I, w- I do want to let people know what's going on today for the rest of the programming. You can check it out at IrelandStar.com slash show calendar. We have a couple talk show slots open, so if you want to start your own show, reach out to us. Uh, and you can just find all the information on the website. Uh, at 1 o'clock, we'll have our Texas A&M AgriLife friends on. And then, of course, at 3, we'll be Afternoons with Lone Star with your favorite outlaw, rock and roll man. Rick the Reluctant Cowboy playing some Don't great music. Don't tell Outlaw Dave that. He'll get mad. Oh, whatever. And then, uh, yeah, so there you go. I'll take, blah, blah, uh, blah. And, uh, I'll take suggestions for my uh, talk show if I want to come up with one. I don't know. Asians of... Uh, the Round Buddha. County. No, the, the Round Buddha. <laughs> the Minority Report. Uh, yeah, yeah. Minority, minority Report would there? be good. Sl- <laughs> slanted, slanted News. Oh! <laughs> I can't believe you just did that. Oh, <laughs> so so you know my you know what my show is right. My, my show is like... the ghost the the ghost stories. Ghost stories because he's yeah, so pale. Because so pale. Uh, well. You can make fun of me. It's okay. <laughs> I thought we were on that agreement with one another. Guess well, we're it's not. not Jason so Clearly, much. I crossed it's, the line. It's the four people listening to us right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> it's the rebroadcast of this, and all the uh, Asians getting up in the air. No, man. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> you see what he said? Tick's You're just going after the bad things, Tick says. Yeah. You're not concentrating on the good things. Yeah. 
Um, now Donald Trump and I have something in common. There you go. Speaking of which, so so is Hillary. All those people. Everyone just talks I'd like so to get trash. you guys' uh, perspective on this. Uh, okay. Trump, uh, President Trump, is floating the idea of pardoning, pardoning Does Muhammad Ali. What's his pillow talk like? I wonder. Does he float in the water? Yes. So moving back to the question, see how I just nipped that one in the bud? Yes. Now going back to what I was talking about, he's gonna he's talking about pardoning Muhammad Ali, who was uh, convicted for do- dodging the draft. Okay. In mm-hmm. Vietnam. Uh, yes. No. Maybe. A lot of good it'll do him. He's dead. Yeah, it is posthumous a pardoning, but it does wipe the record clear. It's a celebrity pardoning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, he's, he's that's why his do that's his new shtick. That's what he does. Pardons people, commutes people's. He did commute a uh, cocaine dealer. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Life sentence. Mm-hmm. That was nice of him. Leo did bring up, bring up that Brock uh, guy that uh, uh, on 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 social media, and then there was that comparison. You know, uh, the uh, cocaine dealer that got commuted uh, life sentence uh, got her commuted life sentence, and then that Brock guy that raped uh, some Brock uh, Turner. Turner. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That uh, raped somebody got you know three uh, spent three months in jail. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yeah, but you can't. It's double jeopardy. You can't give him more. Trump can't give him uh, more uh, time. Yeah, that's where you just hope. It's like an OJ thing. You just hope that sooner or later you do something else dumb. Yeah, true that. To, to get busted for. So, Dick, well, I mean, it, what do you it, think about Ali, uh, this idea? Because, yeah, well, I, that, part of me thinks it's the, cosmetic. I wasn't around <laughs> during that time, but I knew that had a big impact on him and his also his job. Like, I, th- oh, yeah. I know he couldn't fight. And so basically the king of the world or whatever he dubs himself as. And he had to fight out of the state. Yeah. yeah. He had to fight in different countries. That, yeah. Okay, but, but I mean, I don't know. Like, how does that really affect people who have died, passed away? Is it like, is his family not eligible for something? I, th- I think it's kind of a clearing of the name because he has Talia Ali, his daughter, who's in the boxing world. Well, then um, they should just talk to Google because Google's the one that controls all the information. So it's it's a, it's a clean party, and no one's going to complain about it, right? And no one's going to be angry about it. Yeah, but what, why would it be necessary? Just so you have a peace no, of mind? It, because it. it it's a celebrity. It's a whole oh, okay. Look at me. Look at me. I'm pardoning someone, and it's cool. But no one no, remembers. No, but like, you know, if yeah. you didn't, if you didn't bring it up, I don't think anyone who knows the history of Muhammad Ali knows that history. No one's gonna, uh, other than a clan, maybe. No one's gonna say anything about this as well, a negative thing. What and about, they what about this, a subset of veterans though, who did who did go to Vietnam, who didn't dodge the draft? We're not talking about veterans that that uh, you know, how many veterans do you know in Vietnam that from Vietnam? Vietnam veterans. Mm-hmm. Have you talked to any any personally that have said, okay, they, they they're really really pissed off about draft dodgers? Yeah, back in the day, growing up, I'm talking military, about now. Yeah, I'm now, about now no, but no, in, in the seventies and eighties, oh, it was a I terrible war. It was really crappy. It was it, it, people, you know, police out of, action. Three hundred out of three hundred sixty-five days, most infantrymen there worked uh, were were in the field three hundred. You know, 55 days. They have so 10 days off. Brett, Brett's kind of chiming in on yeah, Facebook. I'm, I'm, he goes, a pardon doesn't wipe the record clean. Of course, I'm taking this, uh-huh. like, what it really means. I don't really know if Brett's faking this out or not. No, no, no. He, he, he's on target it, with uh, It's a statement that the people have forgotten his, uh, forgiven his action. Hey. So amnesty is a grant that wipes the record clean. So really, yeah. this is just a this is just a feel-good kind of move. It's to clear the name, yeah, because uh, Brett's absolutely right. It's He, ser- he served his time. I mean, he... he did the crime, did the time kind of thing. So it's not did like it's, time, did time, you're not yeah. like, okay, because uh, uh, wiping the record clean, meaning, well, uh, I totally misspoke on that. But I think it's cosmetic a bit. Yeah. It, it also, you know, he's, Muhammad Ali's black, so this whole, how racist can Why I be? Why would this even come up? Who brought this up? He did. 
Yeah. After the whole uh, the, the the commutation of Alice Marie, uh, what's her name? Because he said, yeah, I'm also thinking about, because uh, then he did uh, Dinesh D'Souza yeah. before that. And now he's talking about Martha Stewart's people going, oh, yeah, so all these, you know. Now, Dinesh is not white, but she's like, oh, all the rich people. So he's like, okay. Let me I'm find some uh, people. Let me find some people that will bring no controversy. And if they do, it's going to be very few people. Well, yeah, it would be pretty hypocritical because it is a talking point. Trump's a racist. Well, he pardoned a black man. Uh, well, uh, well, okay, so then I'm looking at two things now. Uh, first, I'm looking for people that are going to be against this. They're going to be unhappy about this. I'd like to see what they're going to say, because they're going to come up with something dumb. They're, right? they're going to find somebody. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then I want to see how I want to see how Donald can try to screw this up uh, with a bad Twitter. <laughs> like, well, what can he thing. say about it? Like, It's well, never boring. Maybe, yeah. maybe we should ask him what his pillow talk is. No, I just got that on my hey, head. Hey, Donald, pillow talk conversation. What's going on there? It is 1054. We're going to be closing out today's show. Thank you for our show sponsors today, Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Don't forget, we archive all of our shows on YouTube, Facebook, and then also we podcast the show as soon as we can on uh, iTunes and Google Play. Mm -hmm. So there you go. We'll be returning on Monday. We have a special guest. Uh, we have a musician going to be in the studio. We have Charlie Frost. He's going to be in the studio. He's going to be doing a Charlie. EDM DJ over at Conroe Coffee coming up this month. <laughs> so if you like EDM, make sure to stay tuned for that. Uh, this guy is with it. He's young. He's been, he was actually an intern here for a while. And he made some background music for our news and all that kind of stuff. Uh-oh. And then, uh, yeah, so that's on Monday. If you're interested in being a guest, let us know. Um, we have an easy booking site. Just contact MWLS at IRLoneStar.com. We'll get you connected, and we can promote whatever you want. If you want to be a co-host like Jason was this week, more than welcome to. We love all of our listeners, and we love all the people interacting with us. Maybe Brett, we can get Brett to call in, and we'll have like a call-in co-host. Ooh, kinda. there we go. So, uh, you know, we appreciate everyone who came in today and everyone listening. Jason, you have a good weekend. You too. And uh, good luck tomorrow. Thank you, and it'll be See, great to see you. Are you, uh, gonna, are you gonna drive Jason in? Yeah, I'll pick up Jason. Okay. Seven o'clock. You're gonna be up. We got we got you covered, Jason. Good deal. Good deal. All right. Good deal. <laughs> but uh, yeah, any closing remarks? Because as I load the music log, great. Well, Jason, thanks for popping in again. I love counterpointing with you on the air. It was good seeing you last night at Taste Fest, and uh, look forward to seeing you tomorrow with. Uh, to untrash my house. All right, there you go. Case's house. Mornings with Lone Star. See you guys later. Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcast, Channel 12's Our City TV in Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.